to another episode of the Mama Lou podcast. It is an absolute privilege to be chatting to you guys today. So if you listened to last week's podcast, you'll know that we talked about something that's a little bit difficult for me, uh, productivity. So if you haven't listened to that, please go give it a listen. Um, it won't give you much background for today, but you know, it's just fun to be clued in on all the different things going on in our lives. Yeah, so before we get into today's topic, which is a lot more fun than last week, let's get on with our coffee catch up. So a lot of things happening here in the Brulu family, or the Brulula, seeing as Isla has been added into it now. Uh, just to explain that to you, it's Bruce Luane and Isla, so Brulula. You got me? Yeah, see? Yeah, we think we're very cute about it. <laughs> So yes, last week's topic was about productivity and how not to measure your value by it. And I was sort of sharing my feelings on how I haven't been very productive lately and I've just been feeling really down about it and just, you know, not great. And honestly, I think it was such a difficult topic because at the time I was busy making an extraordinarily tough decision, which in the end I did end up taking, which was to resign from my job. So yeah, basically it was a very emotional decision because I enjoy my job, you know, and I for a very long time and kind of a little bit still measure my worth by, you know, what I'm doing. And Bruce and I basically made the decision to say, well, you know, we're not sure what's happening next year, but the best decision right now is for me to stay home <laughs> until I can find a permanent job. So yeah, until that comes along. My plan for 2020 is to be a house spouse, which is what we call it in our home. <laughs> None of this uh, stay-at-home mom, housewife stuff. We're about house spouses in the, the Brulula family. So currently I am entirely unemployed right before the Christmas season. <sighs> and I'm not going to lie, it's it's not a great feeling, but amazing things happened. So I sent in my letter of resignation and I had no time to process it. I was honestly just feeling like, oh my word, up until sending in my resignation, I wasn't sure I was going to do it. And really just before I could sort of let all of that sink in and like what I had just done, I got a phone call. Literally 10 minutes, I went and checked the timestamps. Literally 10 minutes after sending in my letter of resignation, I got a phone call from a different church wanting me to come in for an interview the following day. Yeah, let that sink in for a second. I was blown away and honestly, I'm still a bit blown away by all of it. Just to share a little bit about my journey through life. I, I'm someone who really looks for signs. I'm someone who looks for flow. Like if doors open for me, then I know I'm in my flow. I know that there's the synchronicity going on. Basically just, you know, everything's working out because I'm in the right place at the right time. And this to me was an absolute sign of like, yes, you're in the right place. You're in the right time. Now, look, whether I'm going to get that job or not, I'm totally unsure. And it actually also doesn't matter in the end, because to me, it was just saying, listen, you did the right thing. And because you've closed this door, so many other doors are open to you. So I really feel really good about 2020. I feel like there are just all of these hidden opportunities waiting for me, waiting for my family. And honestly, I am so excited about all of it. I'm terrified, don't get me wrong. But there's a good dose. There's a good dose of excitement in there as well. Yeah, which, you know, brings me to today's topic. So we're talking about Advent today. So if you've never heard that word before, um, it's a very popular word within the church. And it basically just means, you know, the 
four or five Sundays leading up to Christmas Day. So I think we're at like the third Sunday now or something. I'm not entirely sure. The second? I don't know. There are these mushy-gushy words associated with the Sundays. Like one's joy and one's peace and one's love. And you know, you get the idea. But while I was at a talk earlier, like in last week as well, there was this pastor who was sort of sharing his views on Advent and sharing um, like his testimony. It was really fun to listen to. But one sentence that he said really, really stood out to me. And that was, Advent is waiting in the hope of something wonderful to come. And I love that sentence so, so much. Because honestly, (laughs) that's how I live my life. (laughs) There are bad days, right? And there are times where you're like, geez, could this day just get any worse? Today, for example... At 3am I woke up and I had, um, I get my neck for lay. I don't know how to say that in English. I've got like a crook in my neck now because of how I was sleeping. But it's also very much stress related and like not sleeping enough related. Like that's what happens to my neck. So I've had this funky neck all day. I'm tired and it's really hot and it's just, I wouldn't sleep today. It's, it's been one of those days, you know, just where it was a lot of things all happening at once. So, you know, there are those days. But for most of the year, maybe if you get to know me a bit, I'm actually a very positive and enthusiastic person. I really love to enjoy things. I love to love. So Christmas is actually my favorite day of the year. And my birthday is the second favorite day of the year. So what I do is my birthday is is the 7th of September. So I look forward to my birthday the entire year. And then the 8th of September, I start looking forward to Christmas. And then on the 26th of December, I start looking forward to my birthday again. So I'm just in this constant cycle of looking forward to things. I'm living in the hope of wonderful things to come constantly. So I guess I guess you could say that the Christmas spirit is just with me all year round. And I honestly, I do not mind 1%. <laughs> I love it so much. Waiting in the hope of wonderful things to come. What are you waiting for at the moment? What wonderful things do you think are around the corner? Do you think there are wonderful things around the corner? I feel like so often in my path, things are going so great and I'm just loving life. And this challenge will come up and it'll teach me something about myself. Like me having to resign this job taught me something very deep about myself. um, Where I place my value, for example, and where I find my worth. And after that, I kind of just have to live waiting in the hope of wonderful things to come. It's very much the Christmas story. So if you know the Christian tradition at all, which is, you know, kind of wrapped up in (laughs) in the Christmas tradition, right through the Bible, there are these people waiting in the hope of wonderful things to come. Literally generations and generations of people waiting for this one person to come and save humanity and Christmas is that wonderful thing coming and it kind of repeats itself you know when Jesus grows up and then dies and rises up again from the dead we're again living in the hope of wonderful things to come and another thing that this pastor said that I found really intriguing was he compared it to pregnancy so obviously we're speaking from a man's perspective who you know has never been pregnant before but his wife had recently been so he I guess he thought that he you know, could kind of see into it a bit. And he was saying how it's built into our DNA to wait. So pregnancy takes around, 
people say nine months, it's actually 10 months. You know, pregnancy takes almost an entire year out of your life for you to prepare to get things ready to kind of come to terms with the amazing thing that's about to happen, the terrifying thing that's about to happen. And it's good. I'm very grateful for those 10 months. Although at the end, you know, it's kind of like, okay, the wonderful thing can come now. I'm ready. We're built to live in hope. We're built to expect that something good will come from all of this. We're built to look for the silver linings. If we can't find the silver linings, we create them. (laughs) We're built to look for meaning in things. We're built to look for symbolism, for signs from the universe, from God, from, you know, whatever you believe in. We're built for these things and we're built to always be anticipating them. From a millennial perspective where we like to have instant gratification, as they say, that's a bit of a difficult thing to get into. It's difficult to wait. It's difficult to not have something at your fingertips right this moment. But the thing is, I kind of feel like the more you wait for something... And the more you kind of just have to put your trust into, well, whatever powers are at work, you know, putting trust in yourself that you will figure this out, that you just need a little bit of time and taking a bit of time is okay. Not working your fingers to the bone every second of every day, but taking some time to rest, to relax, to reflect, to ask yourself, well, you know, where is all of this coming from? I feel like there's all just a lot of blabber to <laughs> To say, I really feel like this time of the year is a fantastic time to reflect a bit and ask yourself, but what's going to happen in 2020? Can I control any of it? Of course you can. You can do a lot of things in 2020. You can be very proactive in your fate. Not everything you know is up to the powers that may be. The more we open ourselves to our flow, for things to happen to us, for good things to come our way, to be open enough to accept them, the more I really believe they'll come. I steadfastly believe that though I was very happy at the job I was, it wasn't where I was supposed to stay. It wasn't the right place for me to go into 2020 with. And I had to close that door. I had to let go of that, open my hand and let go of it so that my hand could be open to receive something new. Now, honestly, had I clung to that, I have to ask myself, would I have gotten that phone call? (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. Now, I'm sure there'll be some realists who are like, of course you would have gotten the call. (laughs) Um, And that might have prompted me to resign afterwards. But I think there's a little bit of optimist in me and a little bit of dreamer in me who says, I got that call because I let go. Because I opened myself to new things. You know... The decision to start trying for a baby, to open ourselves to becoming parents, was not an easy one because basically, up until now, I have had no job security for years and years. A lot of things have been temporary, a lot of things have been part-time, and, you know, that's just where we were at as a family. And at some point we said, well, we're just going to stop not trying, you know, (laughs) kind of let things just happen. And obviously, you know, there was a very big optimist in me who was like, you know, he'll just get pregnant right away. It ended up taking 15 months. And I can maybe say this next week's podcast is the anniversary of the day I found out that I was pregnant. 
So it's going to be a very emotional one for me, I think, and very special as well. To open yourself up to new experiences, to open yourself up to become something more, to be someone more. For so long, I was Lou. And (laughs) basically a year ago, Mama Lou was born, you know, or the conception of Mama Lou occurred. Is that how you say it? (laughs) This isn't just true for pregnancy. I've sort of seen this flow in my entire life. Things just sort of happened. Once I found myself making a certain decision that I think was the step in the right direction, which always, these decisions are always something that ask something of me. I always have to sacrifice something and it's usually, it's usually my cowardice that I have to sacrifice. It's usually my comfort zone that I have to sacrifice. I have a tattoo that says, um, follow your butterflies, which sounds very wishy-washy and extraordinarily girly, but I got it because I literally have to keep on reminding myself to do something brave, to do the things that give me butterflies in my stomach you know like that anxious little feeling that you get when you're about to do something that you're not entirely comfortable with like it's pushing your comfort zone it's pushing your boundaries I have to remind myself of that the entire time because goodness I'm quite an indoor cat I uh, (laughs) I don't venture too far outside of my boundaries very often and I find that when I do when I've sort of stagnated a bit and I've become really comfortable in whatever's going on That's when these opportunities come across my path and I'm challenged to do something brave. Has that ever happened to you? (sighs) I I had this thought as well today, I think. I've been on this new like health food craze, like figuring out nutrition and you know what to eat and what not. Mom things, right? I'm I'm sure all the moms listening have gone through that as well. What are the healthiest things I need to have in my body so my baby can be healthy? And I realized that I had made a lot of changes to my day-to-day life to be a lot healthier and today I was like oh I feel so unhealthy like I feel like I haven't been making the right choices and then I sort of looked back to what I'd been eating and what I how much water I'd been drinking and I'm like oh but wait no I've I've done all the right things today and I realized it's because it had become a habit it's because I wasn't like thinking oh I'm making something healthy now it's just I just cooked I just made something and it was healthy because I'd sort of worked it into my habits. It didn't feel like effort anymore. It didn't feel like I was doing something special. It didn't feel like I was pushing my boundaries anymore because my old boundaries had now become my comfort zone. Funny, right? I think this applies to a lot of things in my life. We bought this house a year ago, which was a massive leap of faith because we knew, listen, we don't know what's going to happen with my job at the end of 2019. It's not a permanent job. We didn't know where my career would take me. We didn't know where we would be. We certainly didn't know that we would have a tiny baby living with us in a year. But we took the leap of faith because it worked out for us. Things just fell into place and we're like, you know, we can't not do this. This is the right thing to do. I'm so sorry for the practical people listening who are like, oh my goodness, are you crazy? (laughs) This sounds like this hippie kind of stuff. Like, goodness gracious. I promise we do think things through and we do plan. I'm a huge planner and we don't like budgeting but we do it because we have to because we're (laughs) grown-ups but honestly it's a lot more fun for me to sort of work in the space where I'm, I'm thinking of things in a spiritual kind of way and when I say spiritual I don't mean like a specific religion I feel like just my soul you know what my soul's doing how my soul is connecting to the things around me and if I'm in the right place at the right time 
I really tend to overthink. And at some point we'll have a podcast about mums who overthink because I know for sure that I'm not alone in that. Christmas is 14 days away. And we're going to celebrate with loved ones, with friends and family. We're going to eat delicious meals, I hope. (laughs) We're going to open gifts that people got for us very thoughtfully. We may go to church in the morning, sing a few hymns, read some scripture. We might go out to the beach, enjoy just being out in summertime and wearing cool Christmas hats while doing so. But in the back of my mind, all the time, is the fact that I am waiting for something wonderful to come. And I don't think it's specifically a job or some massive breakthrough. I'm open to being surprised. Because the last time I was open to being surprised, I was surprised by a glorious being named Isla, who has changed our lives for the better in every possible way. And I don't know, (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever get a surprise quite as big as that one again. It's quite a tall order. But I do think that 2020 will hold in a lot of wonderful, beautiful, joyous things. And not just for me, but I think for South Africa as a country, right? There are a lot of weird things happening. There are a lot of strange things. We're dealing with ESCOM right now. (laughs) There are a lot of emotions around all of that. But you know, it is what it is, right? Not much we can do about it at the moment. What I did notice, though, was that as a family, because we sort of had to plan our dinners around the lights going out, even though we've got a gas stove, so we can still use that. We've got to plan a whole lot of things around having electricity, and somehow it's made us spend more time together as a family. Not sure how that worked out, but should I say thank you, ESCOM? I don't know. (laughs) That might be a bit of a turbulent term for them right now. But honestly, I think the big takeaway from this is that it's Christmas in 14 days. I am so extraordinarily excited. And I think there's something about the Christmas spirit and just the Christmas vibe that just does something to you. Like everything just feels a bit cozier. Everything feels a bit warmer. Everything feels a bit more, I don't know, wholesome, right? So, you know, you can be jolly, but there's like this incredible depth to it. Christmas just... That's what it feels like to me. Christmas just feels like the most wonderful time of the year. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're at, wherever you are in your life at the moment, I truly, truly hope that you manage to figure out how you can wait in the hope of something wonderful to come for you in 2020, that you take these last few weeks of 2019 to reflect on it, to think, you know, where are you? Where do you want to go? And what are the amazing things that you got to do this year? What are you grateful for? What's your silver lining for 2019? And I suppose we've got to wrap it up right there. So thank you so much for joining in for another episode of the Mama Lou podcast. Please remember to go follow us on Instagram. That's Mama Lou underscore podcast. We look forward to engaging with you there. We'll chat a bit and you can get some extra special content, especially of Isla's little smooshy face. (laughs) And until next week, when we've got a very special anniversary podcast coming your way, remember that parenting is hard. And being a human being is hard, but that's okay.